Blog Talk Radio. Join us as we travel into the inner workings of John Cheney's mind. Beyond Midcourt is another dimension. A dimension of pressure. A dimension of coverage. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land. Two slow-footed white guys, incapable of playing man-to-man. Of help side defense and active hand. You've just crossed half-court into the matchup zone. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sunday night. You are now in the matchup zone. Every Sunday here on Block Talk Radio, Mike and Kevin joining you live here from the Phone Pack Studios, talking a little sports, talking about a little bit of uh, life, whatever else you guys call in with. Uh, show brought to you tonight by Phone Pack, supplier of all Graco products. We're just a phone call away, 888 also, integrated play in Renee Shaw. If you're an athlete looking to transition into a career outside the athletic field, contact Renee, 269-760-3857, and Cross River Realty, specializing in off-campus housing at Temple University. Full-service real estate company located in Philadelphia. Check them out at CrossRiverRealty.com. Uh, Call-in num- n- call number tonight is 347-215-8126. Hit us up on Twitter at the match underscore upzone. Mike, busy week in sports, but not like the big sports. More uh, the 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 small time. I know you're 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 grinning over there. I have to go search mm-hmm. through my phone real quick. Go ahead, gloat. Well, another bet in the books. Another win for old MG over here. I need to. I'm looking this up right now. I feel like. Hold on. No, the bet was the original bet was I bet Chinese Taipei would win the Little League World Series before Tiger won another major. But then we were texting. I said, well, it's not all that fair because Tiger has four – well, if he's healthy, he has four shots a year, when obviously the Little World Series only played once a year. So you said – you then your next text was, I'll give you all of Asia. And I said, done. Not even counting on South – I'm just counting on Japan and Chinese Taipei. Meanwhile, here comes South Korea out of, uh, out of the woodwork to win another Little League World Series. And they're 11-0 – at Williamsport, and their, uh, I think that's their third Little League World Series title, I think. Um, so, yeah, another bet won by... Uh, when was... when was uh, The bet? No, when was the... When did we do the... When, it, when was the British Open? What, what was that date? Mm, the British Open... Well, I'll tell you exactly when the British Open was, because I was on vacation. It was uh, July 19th-ish. It was like July 17th to somewhere in there. All right. To the 20th. It was like the 18th to the 20th. Okay, here's the exact text. What do we got? All right, I said, uh, I wrote you and I said, I'm obsessed with the Open right now. And you said, that will fade when Tiger drops two shots in the, four, uh, two shots in the front nine. I was Which like, he did. So I said, ha, 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 I'll give you all of Asia if you give me all the Nike guys. So I said, if you give me all the Nike guys. So if we go by that bet, then technically, really? technically I won because I had Rory McIlroy. Well, 
what did we say? Well, we said first, but I guess yeah. But no, it, technically, I would say it's a tie because Chinese Taipei has it. I mean, the Little League World Series has a chance to tie, right? Because it didn't happen yet. Yeah. What the wait? What wait? What hold on? What? But like, like Rory won the British Open. Yes. Okay. It happened in July. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> well, yeah, that happened first, but then the you have Little a chance World to tie. Series, yeah. Like, I guess I'll give you the next major, maybe. No, I think we. See, I feel like it needs to go back to Chinese Taipei versus Tiger. Okay, yeah. I feel yeah, like I we just right. we can't we we're we're goofing around and, and messing messing about with all this stuff. I feel like we have to go back to Tiger versus uh right, we'll B, go back to the original BJ thing. Uh Chinese Taipei. We got a caller in the line. Uh you welcome, you're on the matchup zone. Hey Kevin. Uh John in Harrisburg, how are you guys doing? Hey John, how are you? Well, I know I'm in the minority when I'm saying this, but I'm kind of sick and tired how fantasy football is infiltrating the NFL and the impact it's making on it. It seems like all the rules, everything's geared towards fantasy football. I've been watching, I'm 41, I've been watching football probably regularly for 30 years, and this isn't the same game I've seen 10, 15 years ago. I mean, 10 years ago I could sit and watch even every preseason game from start to finish, and now with the rule changes, everybody's into fantasy football. I, I guess you call me a purist in the minority, but I'd like your thoughts, Kevin, on the impact of fantasy football and all these rules for the offense and how the game is compared uh, to when you watched it when you were younger. Now, you're right. The fantasy football uh, has definitely taken over, and I talked to, we talked about this in the show before. Uh, the fantasy football has taken over, and it's made everything a little different. I think people, I don't know, I'm just, I look at it now, and I think fantasy football is, is, is made football even more popular, which is why I think they're starting to kind of dictate towards fantasy football. I mean, they have an entire channel dedicated to fantasy football, and half the people watch that. They watch the NFL Red Zone as opposed to watching a whole entire game. You and I are true fans, Mike, but, I mean, it's, it's tough to uh, kind of say that we're going to, I don't know. You can't really do much about it because that's, that, that's what's pulling in the numbers. That's what's paying the bills right now. I think going back to it, I used to watch the Eagles every Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon, and that was a big thing. You know, you watch the Eagles. There was no other game that you really cared about. You just cared about the Eagles. Now I think fantasy makes people care more about the entire NFL. So Well, you're exactly right because, I mean, I'll, I'll sit with friends that used to be diehard football fans and loyal to, to the team that I'm, I'm loyal to. And now in the middle of the game, they're turning the channel, watching other games, going into the red zone. And I'm like, this is pretty hardcore for me. My team's on. I'm watching for three hours or whatever it is. And they're worried about what's going on in the San Diego-Kansas City game, how many guys uh, yards this guy or that guy rushed for. It just – I know I'm in the minority, Kevin, and I know it's for money, and that's what drives everything. But this NFL is just not the same as it was 10, 15 years ago, and I think it's for the worse. Now, I, on the field. I, on the field. On the field, okay, I, 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 I look at it and I think fantasy football, what the, what the one thing I think it does is it gives those people who might, uh, you know, guys who never had the opportunity or had the chance or, or want to live the dream, like an opportunity to kind of be interactive with the game. It's much more interactive. You're able to do a lot more. Uh, within that, but at the same time, I agree. I think it's you're taking a lot away from the game, and that's uh, that's gonna that's a burden, I think, to the NFL. You're taking away the a lot of the, those little things that we grew up kind of watching. Well, there's so many. Here's my final point. I know you guys want to move on, 
my, my, the thing that frustrates me the most is when I see good defense, uh, a three-and-out possession, and I see a ticky-tack illegal contact play that gives a team an auto, automatic first down, and the next thing you know they're scoring on the next play because the defense just can't hold up on the field that long. But um, that's all I got. Uh, love the show, and just uh, keep me on mute if I can listen in. Thank you, guys. No problem. Thanks, John. I, 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 I'm a little bit lost with, with John's point, and, and I, wanted to, I wanted to get a chance to ask him, but he jumped off the line real quick. But I, I'm not sure how fantasy football is, is dictating or hurting play on the field. I'm not sure about that. I mean, maybe fan, I understand how it's fans' interest and things like that, but I don't know how it's hurting. What's the difference between fantasy football, if fantasy, fantasy football is being played, or not being played in terms of how the NFL game is being played. That's the only thing I was a little bit confused with with this point. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think people, uh, you know, rule changes and stuff and things like that. Uh, now, you look at the extra point. Why do they move the extra point back? It's been that way for years and years and years. Why do you move it back to give it like a little more, I guess, injuries and things like that? But what's the, I mean, some of the things I think they're doing, it's just like it doesn't really make sense other I, than. Yeah, I always go back to football as a flawed game. If you can change multiple rules every yeah. year, it's like I said, try changing a baseball rule. It, it just it, it rarely to never happens. Um, I, we talked about last week. I mean, one rule that I think should be changed tomorrow is the ground can't cause a fumble. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just ridiculous rules in the. Uh, I'm watching the game the other night, uh, the Steelers uh, Eagles game, mm-hmm. and I forget who it was, but somebody gets absolutely laid out with a de- defensive, uh, you know, the defensive uh, defenseless receiver. Now, Kev, how can a 245-pound linebacker running as fast as he can, or safety, as fast as he can, what, am I supposed to just stop now until the guy takes two steps or makes a football play before I can hit him? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. And then there's such a small window, you can't hit a guy low. You can't get a, hit a guy too high. There's, there's such a small target to hit now. It's like guys just, penalties are going to happen all the time because guys just, they're going too fast. It's hard to hold up, and they're just they're just looking to hit somebody. I mean, your instincts take over. Yeah, I don't know how a guy's just supposed to run full speed and go up. He he's a defensive receiver. I can't hit him yet. I have to. Well, this is the whole. I mean, we've talked about this. Uh, the the entire thing they're trying to make the NFL safer. And, and I get that. But at the same time, it's uh, like you said, if you want to make it safer, take away the the pads and the helmet. Yeah. You know, to, you get flag football. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to make it safer, that's what you have to do. Otherwise. This is the game, and this is what it's, uh, you know, the culture and the and the the evolution of football has has come to. So you can't really just start. You can't start really changing things up now. Wes Welker with his third con- third concussion in ten months. Oh my gosh! I mean, call, n- nice career. Um, it's, it's time to end it. You yeah. know, I mean, it, it's that's a tough. I mean, that's a, that that's a real tough blow to uh, three concussions yeah. in under a year. I mean, that, the, guys, the, the guys made enough money now. Oh, I, mean, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, come on. I think it's more, uh, you know, it's more about safety. And, and you, we've, you talk about this and you look at a guy like George, uh, George uh, Visger, who we had on. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, you know, his life, his daily life now is uh, completely different because he's, he's living this, this entire life. And it's uh, based on the fact that he got concussions and, 
you know, what do you do now? So you, you, you kind of have to worry about your safety. But at the same time, when you're Wes Welker and you're one of the biggest competitors out there and you're one of the best receivers out there, what do you, uh, you know, what do you do? So that's that that becomes the the issue there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what these I, guys can play. Think, I almost think the NFL has to step in at this point and say, you and know say, what, you know, you can. You're done. I, I mean, three concussions in I don't know, three concussions in five years. Okay, maybe three in ten months. Yeah, I'm not a doctor, but doesn't to me sound. that just doesn't sound that that healthy. I the and, and the NFL getting sued now all the time with or now with the whole um, players in the past suing for concussions and brain damage and all this uh-huh. stuff. I mean, you would think maybe the NFL just steps in and says, listen, or if they even institute a rule, I don't know if you can institute a rule, hey, anybody with um, multiple concussions within the same year, I don't know, has to sit out. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you do, but it's just it can't be good or productive for the player who's receiving these concussions, um, especially later in life. You know, now you might, now you might okay, I can still go, but mm-hmm. these guys turn 50, and then all of a sudden they can't remember anything. They're, they're brain dead. And what, it's, there, there's a good article about Kobe. Uh, in Sports Illustrated, he talked about, uh, you know, talking about, you know, him winding down his career. And, you know, he says in terms of what he is, he's 30, 35 36. or 36. Just not 36 he yet. said he's like 70 in he's like I'm 70 in basketball years. So he's he's a very old, uh, old player. But at the same time, it's just, uh, you know, kind of <laughs> kind of getting that uh, that player. See, I see. I think Kobe. If I were to say right now, I'm going to ask you right now: Does Kobe? How many points does Kobe average next year? He'll still get twenty five, twenty twenty five to twenty seven. Nah, I think that's high. I think he'll get. I think he's still going to average about twenty two, twenty seven. Yeah. Is okay, twenty twenty three to twenty five. Yeah, twenty seven. You're still leading the. Twenty seven. You're still leading the league in scoring. Yeah, I mean, twenty eight maybe. Um, so I, we have a. A munchkin runner. We had an abduction guy, <laughs> an abduction in our studio. But uh, yeah, twenty-seven, twenty-eight points. You're still leading the league in scoring. But Kobe, uh, he'll be, he'll have a, he'll have a, well, a the year. Team stinks, so he's going to shoot the ball all the time. He's closing on Michael Jordan being third all time in scoring. Yeah. So he's going to want to do all that stuff. He's going to still get up twenty-five to thirty shots a game. They, I agree. They, they stink. But you know, looking at him, he says he's going going through uh, his his entire situation and he's like ancient he's an old he's an old player now these guys it's tough when you have a Wes Welker and he's like okay well I'm still one at the top of my game I'm still one of the best receivers in the NFL for me to step back now and it's tough for a player to look at it and say okay what is the next step because you're not thinking about the next step all you're thinking about is the present you're just trying to make that money do what you need to do have your name cemented in history is what he's trying to do so for him to walk away, it's a lot more difficult. Uh, I, I think there's something in what you're saying. Uh, I don't know how you can implement this, but with the NFL actually stepping in, because then it becomes the, the safety thing. And, I mean, these guys, when they, they realize when they're 50, they were pushed. And we looked at it, too. I mean, how many times did you fall, break something, hurt something, and you just kept right on going? I think uh, as you get older, you the faster the game gets and the, and the more intense. I mean, we're talking with all sports, basketball, football. As things get more intense and speed up, it just you can't possibly uh, you can't compare toughness anymore because the guys who played in, in a different era, it's a slower game. You didn't have the same crashing as you do now, and uh, that has to be said because you don't really know. 
you see some effects, Junior Seau and mm-hmm. some of these other guys, Steve McNair, like you don't know what's going to happen in the next step. And that's a scary thing to think about. Uh, and these guys really have to start taking that into, into account before they really put that, you know, they have I, to start thinking about that. I think, I think they did a study where the NFL, uh, they said it's not necessarily that one big hit that causes the concussion. It's the multiple pounding over mm-hmm. the years, like just the every you know the the running back every time he gets hit, every time he gets hit. That's what really causes the brain damage over the years. Um, not not to say that you want to take a a helmet to the head. That's not going to hurt. That's not going to help. But no. um, you know, I think it's the guys who every year just like especially defense. You don't think of defense players like they're a lot of times they're you know their head their head's getting jarred every time they hit somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, your head's getting jarred so everything's got to take its toll when you're playing football. Oh, I, I, I agree. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what the NFL does. Uh, you know, there's change. Like you said, the NFL is about change. They change things a lot uh, for safety reasons. We talked about it before. You want to keep everyone safe, take the pads away, take the hard helmets away. Maybe, maybe it, guys aren't hitting as hard or maybe it's way worse. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any numbers in front of me of like studies with, AFL and Aussie rules football. Do what you normally do, just make stuff up. Yeah, I'll just make it up. So the numbers for Aussie rules football, (laughs) uh, you know, we don't know the numbers, but you have to think that they're not hitting each other head first. They're not leaning with their heads, things like that, which uh, become very dangerous. They're trying to tackle, you know, shoulders, chest, you know, chest to to shoulder. So uh, I don't know. I think that would definitely slow down things. I'm thinking of like, you ever see Starship Troopers? You have seen no, Starship no. Troopers. No, I have not. It's well, the, the whole premise is nothing. Okay, I'm not going to get into the premise because it's stupid. But they they play this. It's like this futuristic society, uh, and they play this kind of football game. And they're not really wearing many pads. It's more like you know spandex body suits, like you know. Excuse me. Well, that's that's the future. Everyone predicts the future that we're going to be wearing spandex. Uh, so they have the whole spandex bodysuit, and then you have the For guy. Me, the future is now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. I'm, 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 let me get your let me get your let me get your opinion on this. I'm, right. I'm playing golf this weekend. Uh-huh. I'm playing. With, uh, my buddy was playing with another guy, and then his brother-in-law. So I only knew my buddy. He said, "Listen, our fourth dropped out. Do you want to play?" I said, "Okay, no problem. I'll play." So I'm playing, and... Wait, was this a text you got last week, last that? Sunday night? Yes. Okay. So now, my buddy's brother-in-law is really good. Uh-huh. He winds up shooting an 83. So he's good. Meanwhile, the the front nine took three and a half hours, because all he's doing is marking his ball. Kev, over every putt, he's got the towel hanging from it, so he's wiping the ball on every putt. He's taking practice swings. He's eyeing up. He's down. He's walking around the green, getting uh. over the putt at every angle. And I'm going, Jesus, just putt the ball. Yeah. Like, putt. All right, you shot an 82, 83, great. But here's the kicker. My buddy and I are driving in the same car. So we're, I'm off behind a tree, kind of not in the other fairway, but in the rough, but behind on the other side of the tree. <laughs> Sounds about right. So um, my buddy goes, I said, do you think I can get over this tree? He goes, yeah, I think you can get over. So I hit the ball over the, because I didn't want to punch out backwards. I hit the ball over the tree. I hit the ball over the tree and out into what we both thought was the fairway or like a, and about wide, out in the open where the ball would be easily found. 
So this is around hole number 16. So my buddy and I, we go out looking at can't find the ball. Can't find the ball anywhere. And we're going, man, this, it's got to be here. We keep on, keep on, keep on. Can't find it. Okay. I take a drop. I have to take a drop. Whatever. Fine. Blah, blah. Now we get to the 18th. Okay. We're on the putting green. And the guy finishes out. Okay. The brother-in-law finishes out. So I pick his ball up out of the cup. And I kind of just I pick it up. I kind of just glance at it for a second. And it's a noodle, which I've been playing the whole day. Uh-huh. I noodles because they're $11 a target. I've been oh, cheated yeah. Ball. So I give him the ball back, and he's kissing the ball because he made a part. Yeah, he's kissing. So I go to my, to my buddy. I go, oh, I think your brother-in-law stole my, uh, stole my ball on that hole. He goes, what do you mean? I said, he's playing the noodle. He goes, well, I'll ask him. I said, no, no, don't ask him. Don't ask him. He said, I'll do it. I'll do it gently. So he goes, uh, hey, Jer, when did you start playing noodles? He goes, when I find them. So this dude picked up my ball in the 16th. Wait, was your ball on the same fairway? Didn't you say you launched it and went on to another fairway? Yes, but then I hit it back on our fairway, and that's when I couldn't find the ball. Oh, okay. So my guess is him and his, the other guy in the cart were just driving around, and they just picked up my ball because they saw us over there and maybe they didn't think I hit Oh, uh, okay. So now, like, I had to take a drop, and it kind of, like, pissed me off a little bit. See, I... I go golfing. I'm not trying to win any. No, I'm not either. Like I just, I go golfing. I like to, you know, just just enjoy the view and get out there and and move around and hit the ball. I, I don't get frustrated. Like I look at people, I'm just like, why do you get so mad? Like people are like breaking clubs. I'm like, who cares? Like what's what's the big deal? I don't. I, I just don't. That's what I don't get about it. I'm not. I'm not competitive with golf, and I just look at it because I'm not. I don't really play enough to, to sit there and be pissed off when I take a bad shot. So I play for just the enjoyment. I play to just get out there and, and swing the club and have fun and drink a beer. I mean, that's, that's what I'm about when I go golfing. So if something like that would happen, I would just, I probably wouldn't have even made the assumption. I would have just been like, oh, this guy shot a target. Like that's, <laughs> that's what I would have, that would have been my reaction as opposed to uh, anything else. Yeah. And also the, 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 the taking 17 practice swings on each i mean i get it dude you're good i would be i would that would annoy me yeah, that I'm would be like, like come all right on. Dude. come on dude hit the ball yeah i just wouldn't i wouldn't have time for and that and it was a shaky 83 i'll be honest with you for one he took my ball two there's a little and there's a little creative accounting going on i think there uh <laughs> little enron going on because i don't you know a couple of times you know you, you're finished oh what'd you get i got six what'd you got seven five uh what'd you got three so Oh, that's my that's my golf ramp for the week. With this, with this, uh, See, it takes too it takes too long when we start going to the sound bite. How is it? When our producer's not there, it takes too like we can't. It's like we'll have a thought and you'll say something and I'll be like, oh, I should probably play this song. Yes, yes, you're right. Timing is everything. We have none of it. Do you think that girl should have on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Now, Sports Illustrated covers are they're regional, right? Like she's not on the Sports Illustrated. No, she's on Texas. Sports Illustrated. No, but they're regional though. No, but this is she's on all of them. How do you know? Were you, did you buy one out in uh, Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama last week? I mean, how the hell do you know? Hold on, let me look. I think I think they're regional. Like I don't think that she's on. No, I think she was on all of them. You think she may have been on? Because I felt like it was on Sports Center, and they showed the cover of Sports Illustrated. They never, they're okay, not going to just okay, show a region okay. and just yeah, be like. Yeah, but they do. But you know, a lot yeah, of them I know regional. they. Okay. 
But, but you think there's a big enough story where yeah, it I think was it's all... a big enough story, and I think it's see a lot of people were like, how why could she be on the cover? How is she on the cover of Sports Illustrated? This, that, and the other. My thing is this: like she's doing things. <laughs> She's doing things. She's doing things that uh, few people can do, and I think that's what makes it so impressive. And I think it's it's more than uh, you know it transcends sports. I think it's it's a good cover to have for you know female athletes. It's especially like young kids too. Like you look at a young female athlete, and you know you've had LeBron on the cover. Bryce Harper has been on the cover when he's a young kid. So you have these young guys already on covers because they're phenoms. How many young females have been on covers? Probably none. So that's, I mean, you're like Mary Lou Retton when she was, when she was like eight, you know, what, however old she was when she won the gold medal. Like 14 years old. Yeah, but like those, those are the, the people. So when you have a young athlete to kind of, who, who transcends, uh, you know, biases and things like that and, and was able to, I mean, she was mowing kids down. And uh, I think that's impressive, and I think it's it's culturally important that we had that she was featured on the cover because I think it gives gives women a, a good perspective and something to kind of look forward to. So I, I think that's pretty cool. I kind of liked it. I thought it was it was good for her. It was good for. Uh, I, I was just the only thing I was thinking. What do you think the the guys on her team think? You know, the guy who hits the home run. The power hitter. I mean, I know she's a very good player. Was she the best player in the team? Uh, she was probably the best pitcher. But uh, that's that's kind of what you have to think about. Like the guys in the team are probably like, you know what? Screw like screw this. Like she's on the cover. But I think with kids that age, you're just excited that your you know team's featured and you might get some get some ink. I remember when we played Duke. I was looking through uh, looking through the uh, Sports Illustrated to see if I just was like guarding Battier or something when he was in there. So, Mike, I. Forgive me, I could be wrong, but just ju- yeah, judging known, by the number, I've not known you'd be wrong before. Judging by the number, it seems like we have the return of of a long, long lost friend. Caller, you are on the uh, air. Hey guys, how's it going? Wait, hold on. How are you? <laughs> Never. Hey, how's everything? Oh, good, good. Uh, no, I haven't called in the show before. Uh, first, oh, okay. First time, first time caller. Uh, just a recent listener. Uh, my name is Jeff. I'm calling from Oregon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Welcome, hey, Jeff. Um, hey, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, since you kind of have me on, um, since you kind of have, since you have uh, have me on right now, and uh, you know, as far as like the subject goes, are you guys familiar with the name uh, Paul Feig? Paul. Paul Feig. Yes. No, I'm not. I- I'm not either. What What's up with Paul Feig? Well, you're all a bunch of faggots. <laughs> Paul Feig. What's that mean? I'm trying to think of... I mean, you guys are a bunch of faggots if you don't know who he is. Paul Feig. I'm I'm lost here. I don't know what he's he's saying. Yeah, I think I was trying to think of... It was Paul Feig... Is that like some kind of play on words? I I don't know. It was horrible. That was bad. Yeah. That was like pretty I mean, dumb. I mean, here's a dude, okay. I mean, obviously he's not from Oregon. He's probably something. Well, I was trying to think. I was like that something that that wasn't yeah. very funny either. No, but, but here's the thing: this guy just wasted a minute of his life yeah. to call us with that stupid joke. Like this guy, dude, go get a woman. Get a woman. Paul Feig. I was so excited. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not even concerned with that. I'm like so let down because I really thought 
this is the no, day. Dude, but I don't think Paul. No, but oh, I thought you were still thinking about Paul. Feig. I, I think it was just. I, I don't know. See, even 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 the um, our pets didn't like that. Yeah, call. they didn't. They weren't. They weren't a fan either. I'm running out of things to <laughs> Take the helmet. Paul Feig. Dude, will you stop with the Paul? He was just saying anybody. He he could have said Mike Ioni. I don't know. And he would have said, if you didn't know him, oh, you guys are fags. I mean, I yeah. agree. Well, I was thinking, as soon as he came on, I was just like, no, nah, this isn't it. And I was like, he's got nothing to say because he just was like too hesitant. He was just yeah, had like yeah. nothing going yeah, on. He was kind of like us, just has nothing yeah, productive nothing, to say. Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah, but that, they said the dude just spent a Sunday night to call us for that. Now, right now, I'm trying, I'm like on my phone trying to figure out if I can trace that number. No, if I can, uh, I want to know anyone out there. I want to see if you could, if you can do fantasy football drafts based on just on your phone. Because I'm trying to based write, on your phone or, or like through your phone. Because I'm trying to do it through through my phone. Because I have a draft starting at eight, but it's going to be tight. So, you know, I'm probably going to have to draft one, and then it's not that far away. But it's just it's just kind of the the whole premise. Jesus Christ, this show is out of control today. All right. So we uh. You know, talking a little bit about the the Little League World Series, I think that uh, the I think it's definitely important that she uh, she was on the the cover of Sports Illustrated. I think it's great for women. Uh, uh, it's definitely fun, and uh, I kind of liked it. I think she it was it was bittersweet that she went out, but the city of Philadelphia kind of embraced them, and now they're coming back. But I like the I like the whole, what they kind of did. I think uh, well, she she represents. This intriguing. Oh, nice. We got. We got uh, what, wait. What's his name? Paul Teague. Paul Feig. Let's go back to the caller. Oh, Paul, you're on the line. What's his name? Paul Teague. Paul Feig. Let's go back to the caller. Oh, Paul, you're on the line. What's his name? Paul Teague. Paul Feig. Let's go back to the caller. Oh, Paul, you're. What the hell was that? <laughs> There's a lot of reverb. Oh my god. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, so anyway, uh. Kind of going through, you know what this? It's like it's a boring time. Now we talked about the the big trade going down. Kevin Love, uh, the Kevin Love trade made official. We talked about it before. I think it's it's something that. <laughs> oh my god! What happened? You know, going back to. I was just thinking, like when the when the number came back up. I just want to like keep putting him through just to see like what what he would. Oh, he'll call back. Oh, he will. He's got nothing to do on a Sunday night. No, it's, no it's, <laughs> neither neither do any of our live callers. Evidently, <laughs> there's not much going on. Uh, so, uh, you know, the Kevin Love trade definitely went down. I think it was. Uh, but what the, the sad young the sad young thing getting thrown in there that that was kind of uh, that was new it was kind of surprising, but you know it's. I like it. I think you get some some young players. I think you get a, a another number one draft pick. But at the same time, like Sam Hickey's just stockpiling draft picks, and people are going nuts about it. I like it, but I'm not like in love with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not in love with anything either. I mean, we keep stockpiling these picks and getting these players to be named later and players coming here. I mean, when the hell is this team going to be good? In 2030. Well, here's the thing. I think they're I gonna... understand stockpiling picks, but like, dude, let let's get a couple pieces that can play now. Yeah, but here's here's what I think he's doing is he doesn't. Yeah, he's buying himself more time. Is what he's doing. He's a yeah, he is. But he's he's also he has these picks coming in, and he has uh, 
a few first round picks. He's got a good good draft uh, upcoming, but at the same time, he can't blow it and lose their top five pick possibly. So the Sixers need to can, remain bad. I don't think they can be good, which is why I think that's... I don't think we have anything to worry about. Yeah, but if people, people, I think people are, uh, people were pissed about it because they're like, well, where's Anthony Bennett? I was never a big Anthony Bennett guy. He's the first pick of the draft, but he shouldn't have been. Uh, a lot of people just look at that status, but he shouldn't have been the first pick of the draft. The Cavs choked as they usually do. And uh, now they drafted their pick again. So they dra- got rid of their first two, you know, last two picks. Wiggins, who could be a, a stud, but you'll never know. Let me ask you a question. If I was to say right now, who's coming out of the Eastern Conference and playing the NBA Finals next year? The Cavs. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, you're right. I think I think you know what they did was was great, but at the same time, would uh, you have given up Wiggins that? E- would you have given up Wiggins that e- like that easily? See, here's what I I thought it was crazy in the beginning. Now that I look at it, I'm like, you know what? You don't know what he's going to do. No, I know. So and, you know what you're getting Lowe's, with Kevin, Kevin Love. Kevin is still only 25, 26 yeah. years old. So and you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. You're getting yeah, 25 and 12. Correct. Almost every night. So now, he won't have those numbers. With he, wanted, well, he wanted the offensive numbers. He may still have the defensive, or the rebounding numbers, but um, he won't have the offensive numbers. But I think they're the best team. I mean, Tyree Irving's one of the best young point guards in the league. Um, they have a couple of nice role players, and all you all you need is two super, two studs, mm-hmm. a couple role players, and you're fine. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, now they have well, they have, they have nineteen, ro- and they have nineteen role players because Sean Marion's going, yeah. uh, Mike Miller. Uh, they're getting the guys that LeBron kind of brings in that that he thinks could help him. He likes to play with guys that he. Yeah, when will, you have guys will, with like LeBron and Kevin Love, you don't. You obviously don't need any scores. No, you don't need to bring scores. You need to bring in. And Kyrie Irving will score yes, when he, he needs to, and yep. he'll he'll also uh, yep. distribute yep. the ball. But you have to bring in rebounders, defensive-minded guys, guys who are going to do all the little things that don't show up in the box score to help you win. You look at. Look at teams in the past, the guys they've had, they always have, uh, you know, like look at Birdman when, the, when Miami was winning a couple of the championships, you know, defensive guy, rebounder, tough, gritty. Um, so, yeah, they're bringing in the Mike Millers. And is Ray Allen, did Ray Allen retire? I know I don't he, was think on, he, was on the, he was on the border or he was on the fence. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know if there's anything official official yet. So I'm not really sure. I don't think he, I don't, I don't think anything official has been, let me look that up. That one I don't know. Paul Feig. You still looking at Paul Feig? I am. Ray Allen. Now, regardless, uh, you're right. They, I think it boosts everyone. I think it was a good trade all around because you have uh, you have you have everyone got better. I think the Sixers, you know, the Sixers got that foreign kid who had a really good rookie year. Then uh, his second year, he kind of fell off. I don't know how good he is. He's going to be. But at the same time, another young player you can kind of throw in that system. So, I don't know. Who? I don't think. Yeah, Ray Allen is officially still doesn't have a team. Uh, he's last played for Miami. It says he hasn't retired yet. So I think he's still looking. And don't be surprised if he no. goes to the Heat. But how many Cavs, pi- Cavs. or Cavs? Jesus, how many people do they have? Like I'm looking at the, they're, they got Miller, they got uh, Sean Marion. You still have like guys like Dion. That's Waiters, what I'm saying. Um, Dion Waiters. You have uh, Barajal. So like, I'm like, are people going to get? Are, are there like some of these people they're bringing in going to get cut? 
James Jones is there. Like they're bringing in a lot, and I'm just like, I feel like the Cavs already have a good amount of people. I guess they're going to have to kind of just start trading away their young players for what though? Like maybe future draft picks? Like what did they? They, yeah, they got at this point. You don't need any more players now. You need because they they gave away their three top picks: mm-hmm. Anthony Bennett, Andrew Wiggins, and their first rounder for next year. Which or for the Miami Heat's first rounder for next year, right. which is why that pick is so great for the Sixers because you know it could definitely be uh, be beneficial. But I, don't, I think that's that, that's definitely a trade that boosted everyone. Uh, my, my you know my theory of LeBron going back to the Cavs is after losing the finals last year, he knew everything was going to be oh LeBron's legacy. LeBron can't win. He's lost three times in the final, and now with him going to Cleveland. It makes him look like a great guy, um, kind of alleviates a little bit of the pressure off of people talking about the loss in the finals. And now it's all turned to what a great guy is. You turn to Cleveland, uh, you know, the Kings coming back home. Oh, yeah, there's no one won more in the offseason than LeBron. I think no. LeBron has won this offseason for uh, basketball. Well, what's his, Gordon Hayward has, too. I, I still think over a $63 million deal for that dude. Dude, he's, he's playing well. I, you look at the you look at some of the some of the guys on this USA team. I don't know if you've been watching at all. It's it's not the star studded team. You have Derrick Rose, uh, Love's out, LeBron's out, Kobe's out, Durant's out. So you have you, <laughs> you have a lot of guys like that. Yeah, put him back through. Put him back uh, through. No, he's. I just want to see. Was he just using the N word? Was that just over and over? I don't know what it was. It was some kind of recording. Yeah. So now he's not even talking. Dude, you know what this is? This is this is. I feel like this is that guy who's called from Indiana. I'm not going to use his name. No, no, I feel like it's him getting his. Doing his with his buddies and trying maybe because it's the same number. So I'm like, huh? Yeah. Maybe it's. Well, he's just he's My, just throwing throwing n bombs down on our show. I mean, dude, what I mean, what a productive life that guy has. Well, that's the thing. Like, see, this is I what's did, wrong I, with this did, world. Did, no, we did, talked did, about this. Somebody hung up on me on the radio. I, I wouldn't wait online. We had him online for eight minutes. We had him on hold for eight minutes. So he's he <laughs> waited eight waiting minutes there. to put that on. He's me. like, oh my god, they put me through. Here's here's my th- and this is what's wrong. Call back, dude, one more time. Yeah, get something better. Yeah, come in, come up with something better. Because that's not like real, fu- that, like this guy's not funny. No. Funny's like if you call in and you, like that's what it, I don't know. That's not funny. Like call even like the Howard Stern guy when he calls in and like he the guy goes in this. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's really. funny. <laughs> but they they go in this whole in depth conversation. And it just turns out to be uh, just nonsense when he's like Baba Bo, you know, Howard Stern is, you know, says all that stuff. At least it's kind of funny because the the way they said it and like the people they're talking to. Now it's just like that wasn't that funny. You know, this dude, this dude's probably like some twenty eight year old dude sitting. At I home think you're on a giving Sunday him. Night. I think you're giving him credit. I think he's younger than that. I nah, think he's like high school. No, nah, he's like a twenty eight year old guy sitting at home. He has no girl. He's got his hand on his pants. He's watching The Simpsons on rerun. Here he is again. Don't let him. Don't let him say the. Yeah, just yeah, just do that one. Let's go. Let's go to the caller. Caller, you're on the line. Hello. Hello, caller. Are you on? <laughs> well, that's the, that's the that's the that's the that's the best thing he said all night. That was funnier than his. Yes, it was. White noise. Yeah. That's funnier than that guy. Uh. So yeah. But anyway, this is what's wrong. 
like the, the people like this are what make this world not good because you, you look at this whole thing with Ferguson. Uh, it's like this whole racist rant and like everyone's racist and stuff like that. And then you have people who are just like, you have people who are, who, who go on and do stuff and like start dropping N bombs. And like, you understand why, like both sides of the argument, because people are, are so ignorant on both sides. And I'm looking at like Facebook and people's messages on both sides. I'm like, Oh my God, I, this well, is just ha- what's wrong with humanity. Well, how like about with these idiots with the ice water challenge, the idiots are going, uh, Oh, you're wasting water. Yeah. Like seriously, dude, I, did I say something right where the ALS foundation up like 42 million? Yeah. It's or re- something ridiculous? Well, that's what my, I, I always never understood that. Like my mom would be like, they're starving people in China. Like then send my food there. Like send my leftovers there. What am I going to do? What am I going to do with, with just like, what am I going to do with, with water? Like, how am I even going to, how am I even going to go through and like send water there? I'm filling up a bucket of water. It's really not that much. Like what, it's a, please put a pipeline of water into, I, I don't really know what the hell you want me to do. People will get so upset about that. And it just doesn't make sense. Like save your water. There's people, there's people dying of thirst in Africa. Like, okay. Well, wait. Well, like, eat your food. There's, you're right. there's starving people in China. There's, there's starving people in, people in Africa. Well, what is me eating this food? How is that going to help them? Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I guess that we wouldn't have bought it, but, like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But regardless, it's something that people say. But the ice bucket challenge, like, re- real people are saying it. Like, they're just like, I just don't understand why people are pouring buckets of water over your head. By the way, we haven't done it yet. It's just I got nominated like twice more this week. I still haven't done it. Oh, we'll do it this week. Then you have to do it all three times. No, I'm just gonna just do once. it once. We'll do it together once. I just uh, again. I just don't have. <laughs> this time we'll have people watch. <laughs> so you know, this has been it's it's a slow summer. I think uh, it's not it's not it hasn't been a fun summer. Real slow for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's hanging in there. Uh, so it's been a slow summer in terms of like the Phillies are. Let's go to the caller. Caller, you're on the air. Hello? Yeah, the Phillies, man. The Phillies are not interesting. I went to the game, though. It's oh, still fun. Like, I took, no, I went uh, Friday night. Why? Because I took my daughter to. Oh, okay. It's like, right, it's, okay. it's still fun to take your kids there because they put on a good show. The Fanatic, I mean, that's all. My daughter cares about it. The shooting fanatic. wieners into the stands. Yeah, he was shooting them. Those wieners. Like, but he's like funny, and it was Star Wars nights. So they had like so much other nonsense about Star Dude, Wars nights. The fanatic's so funny, though. Really, he's not funny to me, but for what two year old, it's yeah, it's yeah. like the greatest thing in the world because they they haven't grown up. Like, you're right, yeah. it's it's the same thing. Reason why, like, I don't know, comedians the or like the shows that we watched growing up as kids aren't funny now. We're like, this is stupid because we've grown. What? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Dude, I'm, dude, I swear to God, Kev, I'm up at like 5 o'clock on Saturday and Sunday mornings, and they have Married with Children rerun starting at like 6. I'm sorry, man. That show was absolutely hysterical. And I don't care. I'll think so now when I was 20 and when I'm, when I'm 70, I'm, I'm going to think it's funny. That show is hysterical. Yeah, but the, you look the at like... The writers for that show were just genius. Yeah, but you look at like shows compared to now. Is it still that funny? And if you've seen Hysterical. the... But if you've seen the same episode 30 times in a row, it, it becomes it less funnier. funny. No, yeah. it does not. No, I, I, still, I still laugh a little bit. You still laugh, but like, okay, so I laughed at Dumb and Dumber. Hyster- like, every scene was hilarious. But at the same time, when you go through and it's like, now if I watch it, 
and I watch Dude, it tomorrow, and I watch it the next day. Like I won't be laughing as hard as I did the first time. Come on, when he when he when he's holding when he's holding the the pee and the beer, and he kind of hand me that, and he kind of dumped on his like, jacket a little bit. Come on, that's tries not tries to that's, fix it up. That's funny every time. Yeah, it is funny. But I mean, I'm just saying, like it, the first time I was laughing hysterically and crying. This time I'm just like <laughs> chuckling. But you know, I don't know. There's just not. It's it's been a slow it's been a slow summer. The Phillies are bad, so. You really haven't, but like, that's that's the thing. There's like nothing. I look on TV, and I used to. Watch, I mean, I still watch the Phillies games most nights. Yeah, I'm, Kev, I haven't seen a pitch in probably two months. Really? I've seen one pitch wow. in about two months. I still watch. I'll still. I watch. Can't do it. And I keep on getting myself sucked in. Like, oh my gosh, they took two out of three from St. Louis. You like, how many games back are they? Isn't that a funny part? My wife, I'm at the gym this morning. My wife texts me. She goes, "What do you want to do today? It's a, it's really nice out." I'm like, I don't know. So. I go, I see online the Phillies are playing 135. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, maybe we'll go to the Phillies game. And I'm trying to find like, the cheapest ticket I can because they stink. And I don't want to pay that much money to go watch them play. And plus, I have a three-year-old daughter who's going to want to stay four innings. Yeah. So the cheapest ticket I could find is 17 bucks. Where's that, where's that seat? Yes. Standing room only. Okay. Now, what's 17 times 3? 51 or something? Yeah. Something like that. Whatever it is. 40-something. No. No. You're right. 18 times 3 is 54. Yeah. So it's 51. So it's 51. Um, anyway, and I'm going, you know what? Screw them. I'm not giving them 51. Bu- I, I like 51 for the tickets, okay? 10 to parks, that's 61. She's going to want a foam finger, that's 71. She's going to want a cotton candy... I'm like, screw it. I'm not paying 100 bucks to go to the Phillies game. Now, think about it. See, I look at it in this way. I bought... For four innings. Yeah. Well, I bought the Zoo Pass. I well, bought the zoo, the zoo Pass, pass. Zoo because pass. it's... I hate the Zoo. It's, see, I love the Zoo. Oh. It's like 100 bucks to go if there's three of you. It's right. 100 bucks to go, no, I know. you know, to I, do I, the same thing. If you go, it's, if you go it's, the pass is worth it. So, it, you know, you have to... I look at it the same way. Like, I look at it saying... Well, we have going through. You have to think about like it's entertainment for for your kid. Like that's I'm, I just no, I, right I, now I'd I, look at you know the police touch museum. There, everything's going to make you pay. Yeah, the police touch. We have the we have the pass to there. So um, Jesus, your pass is everywhere. Well, no, my found my in laws got us that one. But the police touch museum, I think, is uh, it's like really back. I think it's getting ready to close down soon. Uh. I need to so, get over there before that it's happens. It's like five million dollars. I mean, it's 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 yeah, they're it's not good. That but, isn't uh, good. Yeah, I hate the zoo because it's so hot and oh, it's, I love the zoo. and it smells. And honestly, like the the Cape May Zoo. Do you ever been to the Cape May Zoo? No, but people have told me the about Cape May Zoo is great. You know why? Why? It's there's like A breeze. Well, it's cooler for one. Uh-huh. It's, it's all shade, and it's a lot smaller, and it's perfect. Like you can do the whole thing. In two hours, max. And, and, and they're big open spaces, and you're like, a lot of times you're like up on walkways, like that, like kind of wooden walkway. Like you're not, yeah. oh, it's just a nice, you can look down, a lot of times you're looking down on the animals, mm-hmm. um, where it's easier for kids to see. The Philadelphia Zoo is sometimes a little bit harder because you're on the same lineage. Well, here's the, you know, going, going to, I mean, that's, I, I, I like the zoo just based on the fact that I like just looking at, you know, watching the animals. It's the same reason anyone goes to the zoo. 
Uh, funny with the wash animals. Is it really fun? Oh, look over there. There's a zebra. Look over it, there. It, a it, giraffe. But my daughter likes it more and more each time. Right. But so for you're me, looking at it through their eyes. But like, I'll go through and I'll be like, let me see if the king cobra is like in a spot where if he's moving around today. Like I've been there so many times. I'm just like, let's see where the animals are today. Are they? Are they? Is he out and about, or is he? Is he just going to be hiding under a rock? That's the worst. Like yeah. you pay a hundred. At least you're watching. And the Phillies could stink, but you're still watching guys that you 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 know watch on TV. I yeah, go to the zoo. The elephants aren't out. Yeah, I go to the zoo and like the freaking king cobra is like hiding under Ooh, a rock. Big snake guy. Well, like that's like the, the that's the big it's the big draw in the reptile house. Like that's the the big the bee's knees oh, right there. The what? The bee's knees. So you you go in and there's this huge king cobra, and it's like, see, this is you're like this is cool. Like this is why I spent a hundred dollars. But it's in this huge enclosure. There's two of them, but they're like hanging under. They're like under rocks. So I feel like so gypped when that happens. Like I just spent a hundred dollars because my kid loves king so cobras. Where do you spend a hundred dollars? I thought you had the pass. No, but I'm saying a, a, a normal person with a family with the two kids comes in and says the kids are like, "Daddy, I want to see the king cobra," and you're like, "God damn it, we're going to the zoo." So you go to the zoo. Who, first of all, who the hell goes to the zoo to see a king cobra? People. Nobody listen. goes to the zoo. How many people go to the zoo? I got to see that king cobra thing. They want to see the monkeys. They want to see the giraffe. People they see, like the, they listen, see the sea otters. There's a there's a reason that. Oh, you go to watch the spider. You go to no, the you, spiders. Too? No, yeah, because the, there's the things. Stop. The reason people like zoos is because they can see animals that are the most dangerous things in the world up close. They can see these things like okay. right there. If the, I if I brought my three year old daughter in here right now and said, "Hey, what animal? Would what you animals want? do you want to go to the zoo?" She's going to say monkey, lion, zebra, giraffe. Uh, She's not going to say, probably the farthest thing from her three-year-old mind is, Daddy, I want to see those King Cobras. Okay, uh, now, hopefully, hopefully it's not under a rock today. Okay, now I'm thinking, you're, you're right. For a three, two-year-old, they want to see the gentle, gentle animals, that you have stuffed animals. Oh, yeah. No one has a King Cobra stuffed animal. Oh, yeah. They well, sell them, but lions, no one's buying them. Because lions are gentle. I want to see you get them a lion cage or a lion's den. All right, so regardless, you have, th- that's why people like, you know, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds, that's why they like the zoo is because they want to go see the dangerous animals. Trust me, I've been in that yeah. reptile. It's the hottest thing. It smells horrible, and it's the, the, the most crowded. Alligators, people are, people you know, are, you know what, I'll go you know in what, there and there's, crowded? why? Because people are trying to get out of the 95 degree heat and humidity. Yeah, and but it's, like, it's even more humid in there. It's even more humid in there. Believe it or not, there's just no sun. Dude, I don't even know if I've ever been in the reptile place at the zoo. But like, people aren't congregating around like the freaking gecko like no one's just watching that they're like what this is stupid they're congregating around the king cobra because it's the most dangerous thing there's a reason Dude, how is it i want to see you keep saying the most dangerous thing i want to see a lion and a king cobra go at it who wins that All right, oh, you keep saying the most dangerous thing i want to see an elephant against a king cobra but the lions and tigers are packed too people like that there's a reason shark week yeah, is like the, the listen there's a reason that shark week is the most powerful compelling tv out there People watch Shark Week like crazy. That's that's just like a fact. People like it because when they go and watch Shark Week, it's like they're watching the most dangerous thing they can think of, and that's a shark. Like that to me, that's why people watch Shark yeah, Week. Dude, sharks aren't dangerous. If you're what are you talking like, about? Dude, if you're a guy like me, sharks aren't dangerous. Because at you all. just don't go in the water. Go in the water. Yeah, but people like here, here's here's dude. You know what? Do sharks come into my house? Is a shark just going to come and knock on my front door and go, uh, or just, I come home one day and there's a shark in my house? Is a lion? Or no. a king cobra? No, no one is. That, but, but, dude, I don't mess with, sh- I, don't, I don't put myself in this predicament where I'm going into a shark's, I'm going into the water. Yeah, but people are intrigued by what scares them, and that's the whole thing. You look at sharks, like, you look at Shark Week. Shark Week is, you think how Shark Week started. It was like a guy and a camera. 
and they, the guy was sitting on a boat just like shooting photos, like taking pictures of a shark, and people were like blown with, they're like, Jesus Christ, like there's a shark. Like I can't believe I'm watching this. There's like a shark right here in front of me. That to me is crazy that like, you know, the next year they're like, oh, let's put it on like a, a rope or something and d- dive it down. Like, the, do, do you, what, what, how can you make Shark Week better? Like, I'm thinking, what have they done? They're, they're going through, like, people, you're putting, then you started putting people in the water. Like, every year it got more dangerous. So it was like a guy in a boat. Right. Then they stuck at, the camera in the water. Right. At what point do you, like? Then they're like, okay, let's get in a cage. Then they get out of the cage. Right. I was watching, I swear to God, there was a guy, like, flipping sharks over. It was like this thing called, like, tonic immobility. He, the shark was swimming. Not familiar. And he would, like, flip it up so it was upright to, like, knock the shark out. Meanwhile, this shark is, like, bu- like biting at him, and he's like, no, let's close your mouth. Yeah, yeah. And, and he flips it. But, like, to me, like that, th- I'm looking at the Shark Week, and you're, you're thinking about Shark Week, and you're like, okay, everything on Shark Week is, like, about discovery. It's Discovery Channel. It's about, like, finding new things out. How is that going to help me? I don't understand tonic immobility. Like, I don't understand why they're yeah, showing it. Well, like, I don't understand why they're showing it. It's like... Here, here, guys, check this out. When you do this with a shark right. and you well, put it on your hand like a friggin' broomstick, like it's just going to balance I, there. I love, I love people who go, well, listen, if you're ever in the water and you encounter a shark, punch it in the nose. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, you know, at the Jersey Shore, because the water's just so crystal clear. Yeah. Like, I'm under there just going, where's its nose? Let me, let me pinpoint that guy and just, uh, well, it's just throw the, an uppercut right there. Like, you're right. Like, the tonic mobility. Punch the shark. If I, like, shark! Like right, I'm, I'm like right, 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 I'm right, swimming. Right. I'm just I'm just, please don't eat. Like please right. don't kill you me. You just hope to get out of there with with both arms and legs at that. That's point. what I, yeah. you, like sharks are swimming around. Like I'm not gonna. Like, that's the best there, thing. There, about, you don't movie I did see. I don't see any friggin' movie. Don't you ever see the movie Open Water? Yeah, that's that's a crazy one. That's like the most terrifying movie. At the end where they're like they just go on. Yeah, go under. sharks. Yeah, I only watched that movie. Because, the end with the sharks. The entire thing with sharks. There was like a ten minute beginning. Where they and then they were in the water the rest of the time and there were sharks swimming around them. It was like a two-hour movie of them just sitting in the water with like sharks swimming around. How did uh, what's his name not get attacked by a shark? Uh, Tom Hanks in that movie. Uh, Castaway. Yeah. What do you mean? Wasn't he like? Wasn't he like? How how in the movie did he? In movie. How in the movie or like in real life? In the movie. Because he was in a raft. Yeah, but he had to get. Didn't the plane crash in the water? I mean, yeah, but the, the, like the plane crashed, and he was holding the the life preserver thing, the, the raft. And as the plane was going under, and like he was like sinking with the plane, he inflated the the raft and like held on. But by the way, one of the he was in the water for about that, twenty minutes. That's one of the greatest performances of all time. In Tom movie. Hanks. Oh, he's it's him by himself in a movie. Oh, I totally agree. Let 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 no let right, let. <laughs> we only have a few minutes left. I don't. I feel like having, the, having some racist rant going on on the show. Yeah. The, the Shark Week's just ridiculous. And just like the fact, like all these things that they're doing. I never know when it's on, and I never know where to find it. But like it, it becomes like this big deal, but like they're showing, I mean, I don't know what, how you can make it more, like they're trying to make it more intriguing and like, you know, put people Scarier. in more, yeah, like say, well, here we go. Like, okay, the guys are are climbing on fins of great white sharks and like swimming around well, with that's, them. Well, that's like the dude. Who's the dude who got killed? Um, the alligator hunter. What was crocodile, the hunter. crocodile hunter. He's going, yeah. Like, um, here's a cro- Shh, Be very quiet. I'm coming up. No, dude, you be quiet. I'm in bed eating chips. Like, I might be quiet for. 
You know, he's going, be very quiet. I'm going to poke it in the eye with a, with a stick, and let's see how it reacts. Yeah, well, like, I think he was talking to his cameraman. I don't think he was talking to... I don't think he was talking really in general to, like, the viewers. Hey, everyone at home, be quiet. I think he was like, hey, cameraman, sh- sh- stop stepping on that stick or else I'm going to die. Uh, so, show brought to you tonight by Phone Pack, supplier of all Graco products. We were just a phone call away, 888-458-2928. And integrated play and Renee Shaw, if you're an athlete looking to transition into a career outside the athletic field, contact Renee, 269-760-3857. Cross River Realty, specializing in off-campus housing at Temple University, also a full-service real estate company, crossriverrealty.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the match underscore up zone. We have... Uh, we're going to cut it short tonight. I have a fantasy draft to get to. Uh, enough talks about sharks and uh, little league and, and bears, all that, all that good stuff, or other things that call <laughs> the cars mansion. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening tonight. Thank uh, Mike from Harrisburg. I think it's, I think he used a different name tonight. Uh, Mike from Pitt, John from Harrisburg. Yeah, it was Mike from Pittsburgh. John from Harrisburg uh, for calling in. No doubt. Harrisburgs. Yeah, he was a bird guy. Uh, no Don from Fairfax, but that don't worry. He will be back uh, soon enough. I'm just, like, bummed that it wasn't Elwood. You know when you, you, you get your hopes up and you're like, oh, it's, it's finally here. Like, the day has come. The day has come. And, uh, and the day has gone. Yeah. Sucks. But uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you guys again next week. Until then. Okay.